Glob Bits and End Pieces, a podcast about nothing in particular, but focused on fun, music, and current events. And by current events, we mean anything that has ever happened anywhere at any time. Let's meet the Odd Bits and End Pieces players. Riley McNutt, John Paul Gamoki, Lee Johnson, Anita Ruth, Joan Griffith, sound engineer Jose Rodriguez, Jen Burley Bentz, and Sasha Andreev. Two bits. Can I take your order, please? Uh, yeah, I'll have the shrimp scampi. I'm a pescatarian. I only eat vegetables and seafood. <laughs> yeah, he sees food and then he eats it. <laughs> I'll have the vegan taco, black beans, please. Yeah, you vegans sure clear out a room. It's good you're getting some protein, though, especially since you work out so much. <laughs> I probably eat more protein than you do. <laughs> What's your best vegetarian dish on the menu? I'm thinking about something with a lot of cheese. We we'll like our chicken enchilada especial. It's huge and smothered in cheese and tomatillo sauce. It comes with a side of refried beans and salad. No, no, no. I, I asked for your best vegetarian dish. Yeah, I know. The chicken enchilada especial. Chicken is a meat. Yes, but this is Wisconsin. So? In Wisconsin, a vegetarian eats chicken. Um, I don't think so. A vegetarian eats no meat wherever they're from. For once, I agree with Jack. <laughs> Where are you guys from, California. California. New York City. Well, I've grown up here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin my whole life. My father and mother were vegetarian. My brother and sister were vegetarian. All of us were vegetarians, and we all ate chicken. Then you're... Then you're not vegetarian. I I don't know exactly what you're called, but it probably sounds like a bok Bokterian? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, someone who eats chicken for whatever reason does have a name. You're called a Polotarian. That means you eat chicken and vegetables, but not pork or red meat for whatever reason. I'm sorry, but I know who I am and what I'm called. In Wisconsin, especially Milwaukee, a Polotarian is someone who works for the political parties. I don't work for any political party. I'm a waiter. I eat chicken and vegetables, period. I think you're confusing yourself with a proletariat, as in working class or lower class. Are you saying I'm lower class because I'm waiting your table? Who in the hell do you think you are? No, oh God, no. I'm just trying to tell you what the word proletariat means. Seriously, Jill would never do that. She is so magnanimous. What in the hell does that mean? It means she's non-confrontational. How can she be non-confrontational if she keeps hammering me about eating chicken? What's non-confrontational about that? You're, you're right. You're right. This has gotten way out of hand. Just bring me the chicken enchilada. Yeah, me too, the chicken enchilada with extra jalapeno. I'm sorry things got so out of hand. I will take the chicken enchilada too, but hold the chicken and the cheese, and I'd also like some extra black beans if I may. Okay. Thanks. I appreciate you guys getting the other side of this. I apologize for my part of the misunderstandings. Oh, it's all good. I'll put your orders in right away. Boy, that was uncomfortable. Yeah, poor thing. It has to be tough to grow up in Wisconsin with all of that misinformation. You guys, we did so well. So well. 
hey, I've got some bad news. Uh, we're all out of chicken enchiladas. Anybody interested in the Kung Pao chicken? <gasps> yes. yes. Four bits. And now for the pieces part of the podcast, instrumental, that is. Here is Coro in A minor, composed by Joan Griffith, Terry Elliott on violin, Joan Griffith on guitar, and Anita Ruth on piano. Six bits. Game show.
Welcome to the Odd Bits and End Pieces quiz game. There are three topics in each game and two questions with each topic. Each player will get their own topic and questions. If they cannot answer a question correctly, the other player can steal a point with a correct answer. Each question is worth one point. The player with the most points at the end of the game is the winner. As host, I can change the point total whenever I want. Our players today are Jen Burley-Benz, Riley McNutt, and Anita Ruth. So we're going to go in order. Jen, you're going to be our first question. Wonderful. Uh, your topic is music. Mm. What month made Don McLean shiver in American Pie? Um, you have uh, three seconds. I'd have to sing through the whole song to yep, remember. You can't do that. So Riley or Anita, do you know which month made Don McLean shiver? Yes, Anita. September. No, not September, Riley. November? Oh, that is incorrect. It's Fe February. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody got a point there, but that's okay. Jen, your second question. Yes. What does Rocky Raccoon find in his room after being wounded in a saloon shootout? Oh, my gosh. These are such great songs that Rocky I don't. Raccoon. I know. I know the song, but I can't even think of the tune find right now. Find in his room. I'm going to pass. Okay, pass. Anybody? Did anybody know the answer? The answer is a Gideon's Bible. So Never again, welcome to the game. You scored nothing. Zero. Okay, <laughs> Riley, you're uh, you're going to talk and answer questions about planets. Are you ready? Sure. Does Uranus have rings? Yes, one. One is correct. Yes, very good. Nice. And uh, Riley, how many times bigger than Earth is Uranus? <laughs> I'm a child. Um, <laughs> You're not that young. How many times bigger than Earth is Uranus? I just, can you ask one more time? What's the question? How many times bigger than Earth is Uranus? Uh, 15. No, 15 is correct. Anita or Jen? 10. No. Five. No, the answer is one. So Riley has one point now, and Jen has none, and Anita, we're still coming up to bat. Your category is sports. What sportsman's balls can weigh no more than 1.62 ounces each? What sportsman's balls can weigh no more than 1.62 ounces each? Badminton. Badminton is not correct. Riley or Jen? Golf. Golf is correct. You've got a point. Yay! Very good. Those little balls that golfers carry. Okay, <laughs> your second question, Anita. How many inches per hour can a sperm swim? How many inches <laughs> per hour can a sperm swim? Sports? It's swimming. Swimming is sports. <laughs> I, I'm afraid I have no idea. You're not going to take a guess. Um... You know, they're little fellas. Yeah. Um, four. Four is really close, but incorrect. Riley or Jen? Six. Six is not correct. Riley? Three. Three is not correct. It's Five. seven. Seven <laughs> is the correct answer. <laughs> Sperm swims seven inches per hour. So what we have right here is a tie between uh, Jen and Riley. But I'm going to give this to all three of you. Whoever gets this answer right will be our winner for today. And it's going to come from dogs and cats. Hmm. What breed of dogs bites the most humans? Uh, Riley? Chihuahua. No. What breed of dogs bites the most humans? 
Can I guess again? No. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, Jen, you're not going to just not say a, dog a breed person. of dog. Uh, corgis. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anita? Okay, German Shepherd is the correct answer. Okay. I was going to say that. <laughs> let, let, me, let me do I one more question just because we have the time. Uh, what country has the largest cat population? Thailand. No, Thailand is incorrect. Jen. Puerto Rico. No, Puerto Rico is not correct. The United States. The United States is correct. Riley is our winner today. (laughs) Yes, congratulations, and tune in next week for our wonderful, fun, wacky quiz time. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Eight bits. Hello there, I am anchor James James, and welcome to Newsy News Time. Tonight's top story is something god-awful. Bad stuff happened to good people, animals, or trees. Probably some property damage happened as a side note, maybe valuing in the millions. For more on this, here is Mike Michaels. Thank you, James. The stuff that was bad was even worse than we initially thought. There were some pets involved as well. We are working hard to make this sound as dire as humanly possible. Eyewitnesses say they saw it all. Back to you, James. Thank you, Mike. Now for our political segment. Here is Polly Antagony. Hi, James. In politics, everything is terrible. No one is working for the common good, and everyone is in it for themselves. There was also scandal, most likely salacious, involving a representative and someone they secretly paid with money. An investigation will follow that will drag everyone in this country through an agonizing fight, only to have zero consequences for the politician who is clearly in the wrong. With politics, this is Polly Antagony. And there you have it. Everything is terrible. Thank you, Polly. She will keep us updated as this news breaks. In finance today, some stock prices changed as a merger or two happened. EPA regulations cracked down or were lifted, affecting industrial companies. The price of oil went up or down. Sell or buy things now or wait for a while. The price of gold went up. Here with me today is financial specialist Lady Moneybucks, who works in management at some bank or investment firm. Hi, Lady. Good to have you on. Good to be here, James. So, Lady, we are excited to have you on with us so that you can tell us why we are having you on. I am happy to explain. You are having me on to talk about why I am on, and I would just like to say what a pleasure it is to be on, explaining why I am here. Also, the price of gold went up. That was Lady Moneybucks. Always a pleasure, Lady. (laughs) Me too, James. (laughs) Now, let's go over to Sunny Lysmith to find out what lies we can hear about the weather. Hi, James. James, today looks like there's a 10% chance of rain, which of course means it won't rain at all if you stay inside. But if you bank on it being nice out, you will get a chilly drizzle all day with a wind that cuts through whatever you wear. Tomorrow, there is a 50% chance of perfect beach weather and a 50% chance of sleet. For the rest of the week, it looks like weather. Your guess is literally as good as mine, and you know I'm pulling these out of my ass. Oh, you sure are, Sonny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to head back to write some more fiction. Thanks, James. Hey, banter. (laughs) A banter right back at ya. 
Sonny's quite the character. Can't you tell how fun-loving we can be at times? Just to prove it, here is a story about something cute, funny, and that has no real bearing on anyone's life. We try to make it seem like a nice little hug from us all here at Newsy News Time, but it really seems forced. And I am being told that news is breaking on that political scandal. Polly and Tagany, are you with us? Here I am, James. The story that is breaking is quite a breaking story. The politics... Polly? Polly, are you there? Yes, James, I am here, on site in front of some government building, or maybe the site of an underground brothel, where we... Polly? Polly? I'm here. Oh, looks like we lost her. Coming up, the news hour, where you will see more of the same. Don't bother tuning in. It will be the same broadcast on repeat for the foreseeable future. Thank you, the one and only, whatever city this is. News. Hi, I'm Riley McNutt, your Bits and Pieces interviewer today. I'm here with actor-singer Sasha Andreev from the Twin Cities area. But the bells don't ring It's a quiet thing When you hold the world in your trembling hand You'd think you'd hear a quiet It's a quiet thing There are no exploding fireworks Where's the roaring of the crowds? Maybe it's a strange new atmosphere Way up here among the clouds But I don't hear the drums band the sounds I'm told such moments bring happiness comes in on tiptoe well what do you know it's a quiet thing A very quiet thing. Well, Sasha, that was just great. Thanks. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about that song. Sure. Uh, this is a song called Quiet Thing. It's from this Candor and Ebb musical called Floor of the Red Menace. It was sung by Liza Minnelli originally. Uh, and I just sort of always had it in my book after watching it in a musical theater class back in college because I just really liked it. And I'm glad I finally had the guts to sing it myself because I feel like it really applies to how I feel about the world these days and how I find joy. Huh. So you chose it um, for this particular recording because of how it makes you feel this day and age? I did. I When I was thinking about what song to sing, I was 
reflecting on my experience during the pandemic and 2020 and how I've really learned to find joy and happiness out of simpler, quieter things because we have such limitations placed on us right now. Uh, even, even though the song isn't exactly about that, it's about having a big moment where you accomplish something come through as something very nuanced and small. Um, and that spoke to me in the way I find joy in having a great meal or seeing a friend at a distance or going for a walk. And that's where happiness comes right now. And that's okay. We can still have a joyful life come from simpler things. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a lovely thought to have. Um, so, so you're a local actor in the Twin Cities area. Um, it's my understanding you didn't grow up here necessarily. No, I'm originally from St. Petersburg, Russia. It was still Leningrad when I was born. And I moved to uh, the United States when I was nine years old in 1990, 150 years ago. Uh, <laughs> and uh, my mom and I moved to uh, the Twin Cities metro area. I lived here for a few years and moved to live with my dad in New York City. And after college, found my way back. And I've lived here since 2004. Huh. And, and coming here and, and deciding to become an actor, um, was, that, was that a hard choice to make? Um, it's always been the choice that felt right. I think I always fought the desire to become a performer. And when I was in college, I was going to try to be pre-med and be the good immigrant kid that one expects you to be. Uh, and I was just miserable. And the only thing that really kept me going through school, particularly in college, was to continue taking theater and performance and design classes. So I became a drama major and I uh, figured I would give it, it a chance. I was always told, give it, a, give it five years of pursuing performance. And if that's not working out, maybe consider other things. And I was been very fortunate that I've been able to make a career of it and have continued to do so um, to this day. Yeah, and, and stage and screen, is that right? Well, yeah, more or less. Uh, I have had the pleasure of performing a lot on stage in the Twin Cities and also in some of the parts of the country. Uh, and I've also done a lot of commercial work, industrial work, um, and I've also worked as a television host. Hmm. Okay, that's very cool. Um, how did your uh, family take you becoming an actor when you... Sure. Well, I think they've always been supportive of it as a, as a hobby, and they certainly came and saw the shows I did in high school and in college. Um, but after graduating, I became an apprentice at Actors Theatre of Louisville, um, and my mom and my dad both came out and saw me perform and saw what I was doing there. And they kind of sort of, I don't know if begrudgingly is the right word, but decided, but they gave me a chance to do it, I think, there's always this expectation to have to ascend to better heights than your sort of than your parents did when you're an immigrant. That's a very immigrant mentality. So as long as I was supporting myself um, and being able to make a solid foundation for myself, they supported it. And uh, over the years, I've been able to prove that. Great. Well, Sasha. It's so nice to talk with you. Thank you for being on with us today. Thanks so much for having me in this chilly garage. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> now I lay me down to rest. The thought of snacks weighs on my chest. I close my eyes to find some peace, but on my heart, food has a lease. I try to count as sheep go by, but though I see them, I can but sigh. 
My peckish woes are far too great to number lambs past nine or eight. Unto my side I roll myself, but what I see upon my shelf, my pizza clock ticks seconds by and stares with glee two olive eyes. Then with an onion curves a smile, a saucy look seasoned with guile, I feel its joy in my pain dawn as second hand licks Parmesan. Try as I might to look away, browned bits of cheese order I stay. I am frozen where I lie as starts to grow the pizza pie. Three times the size and yet to wane, it splinters shelves that can't contain, its bulk expanding larger now. This progress must be stopped, but how? The onion mouth I see beneath spreads widely with diced pepper teeth. Tomato tongue laps at my sheet, so I, not it, shall be the treat. Its diameter, now floor to ceiling, fills me with a novel feeling. As I slide into its maw, I muse at this ending no one saw. The smell of basil overwhelms, breaking my thoughts upon what realms will I traverse when this is through. I find my tomb in tomato goo. In dark I thrash in desperation as I discover this new sensation is not so damp upon my skin, only my quilt I'm tangled in. I wake to find I'm not devoured, all drenched in sweat, I should get showered. All clean and fresh and not amiss, I fervidly now break fast in bliss. And so you ask why I am late, it seems my clock has met its fate. Maybe a hammer was involved? I fear this crime will go unsolved. Thank you for listening to the podcast, Odd Bits and End Pieces. We would like to thank our sponsor, York Dental, at the corner of York and 76th Street in Edina, Minnesota. Dr. Silva, Inez, and Jelinek's award-winning practice will gently take care of all your dental needs. Sunshine, my